0: Welcome, everybody, in another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you are enjoying your day sweet, if not, what the hell ever. Probably not going to enjoy this episode because this one's going to blow because, once again, it's time for Saturday Morning Slam, and it's probably going to be one of the shorter episodes because, uh, not a lot to talk about. So November 10th, 2012, this, I'm going to say, is quite possibly the worst episode they've ever done of Saturday Morning Slam due to the lack of substance. So right off the bat, they're giving us an opening tag team contest. The primetime players, Darren Young and Titus O'Neil versus the Usos. Back when you couldn't tell them apart, and they were doing the, I think this was right before the face paint, but they were doing the whole, ooh, Samoa, like, entrance there. They tried some comedy stuff. Like, they got Dolph Ziggler trying to make sense of everything by having him on the commentary table. And Darren Young, he's got the hair pick. He's like, yeah, make sure my fro's good, even though it's a short haircut. Then Jay takes to the hair pick. he's like, oh, I'm gonna throw this. Makes him think that he toss it on the crowd and instead he tosses it to Jimmy. And then anytime Jay was getting his hands on Darren, he's just messing up with Zafro. It's like, oh man, you messing up my hair. It's like, dude, there's no way to mess up your hair. It's in one shape. All right, maybe it can get a bit frizzy, but it's even, okay? It doesn't matter how many times he runs his hands through it. It's not gonna make a difference. Then the whole time, like, Darren actually starts crying. It's like, oh, my feelings are... So Titus tags himself and He wants to get revenge for his crying friend. Then the Usos both come in. They start mocking the primetime players with the whole millions of dollars, millions of dollars dance. Or whatever. I don't know what currency they have over in the Isle of Samoa. I don't know if it's still dollars, but it would be like, millions of whatever currency we got. Millions of whatever currency we got. <laughs> I mean, that would be a weird way to do the dance. So then they come back for break. And, again, they do the camera cut because Darren Young has, like, I think it was, had Jay a body scissors. Then Jay's trying to escape, so Darren gets up and drops the elbow to the back of Jay's head when he's got him on the mat. So, lovely camera cuts, like always. So, then Jimmy gets tagged in. He applies the bum-bum on Darren. Something you don't want to do because I believe his ass is already in enough pain as it is. And then Titus just gets in. He grabs Jimmy and pulls him off of the cover. Darren and then after Titus gets thrown in the outside Jimmy gets a small drop on Darren tags in J Russo Splash all that's it Not much action in this opening tag team contest don't give a fuck The next up you get John Cena cutting a promo backstage because Once again his appearances on this G-rated show the man that everybody blames for the beginning of the PG era Is hardly having any much of a presence at all on this G-rated show and he's just staying there in a black room, thanking the troops. And we get those highlight packages of him being there for tribute to the troops, and meeting troops that are laid up in the hospital and all that stuff. So it's like, are they really that lacking to the point where they can't have John Cena come in for a promo in the ring? Instead, it's just like some backstage tape vignette. And it's like, oh, okay, same old shit. Then we get the one-off thing. Well, I would say off, just because it's finally something other than a match. You get the of all, and they're talking about the Giants of the WWE. But in this case, they're just talking about the Great Khali, saying, oh, he's a celebrity in India. The Bisho, they neglect the fact, to bring up the fact that he turns every time anything ever happens. He sneezes and gets yelled at by Vince, he turns heel. Then he flips over Vince's limo, and he's sorry, so he turns babyface. Like, this guy does more turning than a doorknob. Could have brought that fact up. And they also mentioned Andre the Giant. Guy who had an undefeated streak for 15 years. Okay. And then already, you get to the main event. Primo versus the Great Kali. The audience barely reacted when the Great Collie came out. You had some kids dancing, but at one point they showed in the crowd, the audience just sitting there, even when it's kind of dark, you can still see the audience, just sitting there not reacting to the Great Collie making his entrance you know and all that but then again who would so this match was also just god awful because Primo got tossed around a few times by Kali and he wanted to do that test of strength so Kali's got his right arm all the way up and of course there's a massive fight difference so Primo's got to go on the top rope he gets one hand up there for the test of strength but then Kali's like haha took him and just throw him over the top rope to the outside onto Epico that was pointless then I believe I know they did this before. I think they did this to Brodus Clay a little while back where they try the whole distraction spot so the other guy can go up and sneak attack the baby face. I know we saw that before on in a previous episode of Morning Slam. They tried on the Great Collie. It fails miserably on Primo because he's just like, oh, man, I can't sneak attack him. And then the dumbass tries to scoop slam the Great Khali First time, oh, I hurt my back. Second time, gets him up in the air a bit, and then it... It feels like a recreation of what we saw at WrestleMania 3 when Hogan couldn't slam Andre first and flatten himself, except this time, that was all it took to pin Primo. Lifts him up a bit, gets Collie off his feet, but then just Flynn, one, two, three, that's it. He got like no real offense in this entire match, and he loses that easily. I mean, when it comes to being Flynn and being beaten, it almost reminds me of the time the Big Show beat William Regal like that, except because. Where he'll knock him out with brass knucks and just flan him, and Regal couldn't kick out no matter how hard he tried. But it's just like both of these matches sucked. Like I'm sorry, but this their ideas of comedy for this episode being messing with a man's hair pick till he cries, and then mocking the dance, and then a big guy versus a little guy where the little guy is just loses. I mean, what kind of little person, like in compare what the size of Primo compared to the right, to the Great Khali thinks it's a good idea to try to slam a giant? Okay, you're not Hogan, you're not Dusty, you're not I was about to say Dusty road, right. you're not Harley Race, you're not John Cena, or anybody known for their physical strengths being on TV. So why are you trying to slam a seven foot tall giant? You're not going to recreate Hogan and Andre from the end of WrestleMania three. This was more like the first. This was the first failed attempt of the body slam for WrestleMania three. And like I said, the only difference is, it finished the match. I mean, it almost finished the WrestleMania 3 match, but my God. Like I said, this was probably the worst episode of Saturday Morning Slam because it was just pointless. Like I said, tag match sucked. The backstage vignette felt pointless because how many times does John Cena appear on TV and thank the troops? The video vaults, okay, yeah, you look at three giants, even though in the preview... Before the video hype and everything, they're showing other giants in WWE history. Like, you could have talked about The Undertaker. You know? I mean, he's technically a giant. Tall guy. Undefeated streak. All that shit. And then the main event was just utterly pointless. Like, there was no purpose of this at all except just to waste time. There was no comedy. Primo looked like shit. So it's... Oh my god, this... Again, this was just bad. Bad. Like I said, so far, this is the worst episode that they've produced of Saturday Morning Slam. And this was... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10. This is like the 13th episode, I think, that I've reviewed. 12 or 13th, and this is the worst. Holy shit. I don't know what they were thinking. But anyway, let me know what you all thought in the comment section below. Don't seek this episode out. It's... Your absolutely no value is lost if you miss this one episode so far. I hope that next week's episode at least has something, because they didn't even promote the next episode for saying, hey, we're going to see this or that. So anyway, let me know what you all thought in the comment section below. If you enjoyed today's episode, please remember to leave a like, subscribe to the bell turned on if you're listening to this on YouTube, or follow if you're listening to this podcast on any other services that this podcast is available on, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe, folks, and peace out and good day, everybody. Now I need a fucking beer.